we're here with another Ghostly Talk podcast. And we have we have our lovely friend Todd Clements here from the Haunted Mackinac Tours and anything Haunted Mackinac. And he's here hanging out with us in the studio tonight. We got Sarah. Hello. Sarah's here. On the podcast. And that was Scott. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about cr- random shit. Yeah. About Mackinac Island, which is the most wonderful, magical place you could ever go to in Michigan, and I think really in the United States. It's a very unique, one-of-a-kind place. You can't yeah. even have cars there. Nope. They have, like, what? They have emergency vehicles? They like have They have ambulance. fire? They have a couple police police cars, a couple state-op cars. Yeah, that's About like it. it. You can't, if you live Otherwise, there, you're around. horses and yeah. bikes. Horses, bikes. If you live there... You get around by either walking or your bike or snowmobile in the winter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that is crazy yeah. in the winter. And if you want to get across the island, like across Lake Huron in the winter, you got to hope to God that either the boats are still running because the lake hasn't frozen over, or if the lake has frozen over, then everyone takes snowmobiles over, the right? Ice bridge, I have done it yeah. one time. I don't think I'd want to do I that. I don't know that I'd want to do it again. That'd no. be scary. No. Five below. No. It's five below. No. And Jeez. we probably going 85 miles an hour across oh. the ice. Oh, my goodness. That would scare my, so my helmet, the mask on the helmet, froze over. I couldn't see it. Fogged up and then froze. <clears throat> I was going blind on the back of a snowmobile. I wasn't driving, but I was going blind. Like I couldn't see anything. I didn't even know. When we got near the end, he's just like, all right, hold on, because there's a bunch of bumps to get up onto the island. I felt like I was going to get thrown off like I was on a horse. Uh, I'd be no. so afraid that the ice would break and yeah, the snowmobile like, would just yeah. go in the water. Yeah, you'd be in the middle of Lake Huron and happened. crack. Oh, God. I'm so... No. It's just no, like watching there's... that ice truckers. Okay, oh, but if they want to no. get groceries in winter, do they yep. have like a grocery store that at least is selling a staples? Store, sells the staples. Uh, most people want to go to the mainland. It's cheaper. But uh, generally, they'll take their snowmobiles with like a call the sled, which is basically... I don't know, like a cart that goes behind on skis. It's a yeah. sled, and they fill it up with groceries and bring it home. That'd be a very interesting way to live. I know. And if there's no ice bridge and no ferry, they have to fly everything in and out. My God. Wow. So and I've been on those planes, too. Again, was a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> How many people live on the island year-round? About 500, roughly, give Okay, or take. so it's a small population. Everyone knows everybody. Yeah, oh yeah. And that's the thing about Mackinac Island in Michigan is it is that small population. They're very close-guarded. They're, they're protective of their information and their stories. So, Todd, how long ago did you start researching the Ooh. ghost stories? Actually, after I, when I was 12 years old, when I first what? saw something on the island. No way. I got interested in their ghost stories just so I could know them. It had nothing to do with writing a book or doing anything like that. I just wanted to know what was haunted, what I gotta was ask, weird. What did you see? I saw a man on a bluff. This story, I'll tell you the whole story. I am sitting by the pool in July. Summer vacation with the family. We're at Mission Point Resort. And I just got out of the water. Get a towel. I'm looking up at the bluffs behind the hotel. And I saw a man standing there, but he wasn't he wasn't solid. I, I knew I was seeing... I was like, is my mind playing tricks on me? You could see through You could see through Okay. I thought my mind was playing tricks on me, so I my mom's sitting right next to me. Mom, look at that. Do you see that? And he was gone. It was just gone. Wow. Later that day, my brother and I went exploring, and we wanted to find the place that I thought I saw a man standing. We got up to the trail that's behind where where I saw him, 
and realized that there was nowhere to go and not that fast. It, it was about maybe 10 to 15 feet down rocks, trees, bushes. There was no way he could have gotten out of that area and out of my sight. That fast. Me just turning my head. Wow. So yeah. I was like, okay, I saw something. Yep, there's something there. And after that, I was asking carriage drivers and people who worked there and things like that. Is this place haunted? Have you heard about a ghost story? What's haunted on the island? Where are the caves? I always want to know where all the caves were. I found some caves that no one knows about over wow. the years. Um, Sounds exciting. There's one I'm still looking for, but... So other we'll than see. the traditional Skull Cave. The skull Cave, yeah. That's not a cave. No. <laughs> it's like a little, like, alcove. It's more. a little alcove. Yeah. But uh, I just started asking people, ghosts, where, what's haunted? And I started doing it in other places, and I always wanted to know what places were haunted. I was always curious about ghosts and ghost stories, and I would read the other, all the books. I had the Time Life series. I did all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have that Time Life series. That yep. was the best. It's in a box in my basement somewhere. I have yeah, to we dig got it out our, and read it right, sometime. Right now, no, no, no. It's, okay, wait. There's two there. Oh, there's, yep. No, there's two. There's two, but the, otherwise they're upstairs. Yep. Yeah, I have them all. For the listener, we're looking at books behind yes. us. In yeah. The studio we're here. surrounded by books and speakers in the Ghostly Talk studios. Yeah, but, people, uh, yeah, people see the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I started reading up on it, and I got to trying to do my first amateur ghost hunts with dousing rods and cassette recorders. And I'm not talking uh, micro cassette. Uh, I'm talking about the full side cassette yeah. recorders yeah, and all man. that. And uh, I didn't find much. I mean, yeah. there was things once in a while, and I, of course, got the moans and the screams of demons, which was the cassette recorder. Yeah, found that out. The later old cassette. On. Well, you, if, yep. especially if you if you wrote over, if you kept taping over yep. stuff, you'd hear music. You'd hear all kinds <laughs> hear of weird voices. stuff. You'd hear yep. all kinds of weird stuff under there because the tape would not completely erase. And uh, that's how I got started collecting my ghost stories. Basically, was wow. through that, and it just went on and on and on until like. I think it was 2002, yeah, maybe 2003. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, and my wife and I were up there, and we were in a horrible weather. It was snowing, it was raining, it was miserable. I go to the bookstore. I, I said, has anyone ever written a book on Mackinac Island ghost stories? Because I've nope. been interested in it since I was a kid. Yeah. No, but we wish somebody would. <laughs> Light yep. bulb. And that's when I started writing the first book. I took all the things I remembered and then started talking to as many people as I could and it became a book, but with the with so with that community being as closed off as they were, yeah, you just read my that mind was mind. really yes. really hard to initially get them to open the up and start sharing their ghost stories. First book was, it was a bear because you're going to have people that are opposed to that. Oh like, yeah, we don't want this kind yep. of attention, and there still are. They're yeah. still up there. Well, They're and I there. feel like what actually helped Mackinac Island was the whole recession. Mm-hmm. Like we're not having people coming up here in touring because yep. they don't have the money to do Nobody that so coming. what can we do to bring people up here and i feel like that was kind of your in to say hey wait a minute let's start doing these ghost tours this ghost tour incorporates your history the hauntings everything and it's a tourism magnet like and that's when you kind some of people, came in some people are on board with us and some people aren't yeah just, you're always gonna like have an opposition 50 and uh yeah it, it does bring in people and the nice thing about the businesses who are on board with us they have to spend the night on the island exactly. to be on a tour because yes. we, we start the tour. You can't catch a ferry after, so yeah. you're spending the nights. So the hotels they're love n- us. They're nighttime tours. Love us. Yeah. Because you guys all tours. carry, like, glow sticks or flashlights? They, or what do you everybody do? gets a glow stick. Okay. That's how we know who's supposed yep. to be with us. <laughs> yep. Because Scott and I, we were on the island, what, four years ago? Oh, God, no longer than that. It was, was it? like 2000. Well, we saw one nine. of your tours yep. go past, go and they all the went by sticks. with the glow sticks. And I'm like, oh, my yep. God, that's one of Todd's tours. Yep. Like, that's <laughs> Todd's <laughs> tour. And, you know, you weren't given the tour or anything. It was someone else. But I was like, ah, you know. Yep. And then I think we 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 were, like, 
came from the Pink Pony or something, you know, one of the bars on Mackinac Island, and we're like, ah, drunk, walking around back. We stayed at um, Madame Lafamboise place, okay. which is Harborview. Uh, Harborview. Yep. And so nice Harborview, hotel. super nice. We loved it. No AC, so we definitely, like, I, we were up there, though, and it wasn't that hot. We got back to the room that night, and it was actually cool. It no, was hot you, during the day. We, we, we actually had, like, a slider door we could open, and then, like, they, ooh, we got a complimentary fan. So Did they, give we, us a, they gave us a fan? No, we had a fan going. Yeah, we had There's a fan. There was a fan that was part of the room? I don't remember. It, yeah, there was like right. a stand-up fan. It rarely gets hot. Yeah. So, like I mean, hot, hot. at night, I mean, it's fine. So, anyway, we were we were cool, but um, that's where we discovered cucumber water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. You don't like cucumber Come water? Come on. Yeah, we, we went and we checked in, and the there was like this big yeah. jug of something, and I'm like, yeah. those are cucumbers floating in there. They look gross, and we're just sitting there just, just slamming it. And like, I poured it. Oh, it's like, great this when shit's, thirsty, Oh, my God. This shit's the, oh my God, this shit's the shit. And like, yeah, so then we've been fans ever since, thanks to Harborview Inn and Mackinac You were saying, you were saying there's some... That. Go ahead, It's Sarah. so good. I think I've tried... Uh, Cucumber water once. It's so good. It's so refreshing. I, don't know I like that's lemon, for me. the lemon and orange peel water. Well, that's good too. Ooh, that's that excellent. sounds really orange good. Peel, that is good. I found that in St. Louis. That's so good. I have no, to try that. Anything citrus like that. Yep. Citrus. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so good. I don't so, know anybody who doesn't like that stuff. Okay, so one of the things, like, so, okay, Todd explores ghosts and hauntings, and of course, there's murder mysteries on Mackinac oh, Island. Some cool stories. There's, like, the main, what's the, it was, like, from, like, what, the 60s or yeah, something? There uh, was. Francis Lacey. Yeah. Still what's unsolved. The, yeah, exactly. It's still a cold case. Yep. What was the story behind that? Basically, she was staying at the Murray Hotel, and she checked out. She was going to her son and daughter-in-law's. Uh, they were renting a cottage out at British Landing, which is about three, three and a half mile walk. She was walking out there. They were expecting her. She never showed up. So she went missing. And then people realized she was just really missing. It wasn't just like she wandered off or anything yeah. like that. So they started a missing persons thing. And every, the, I think it was... Uh, don't remember how many days it was, but then they started stopping ferries and things like that because they thought, oh my gosh, maybe the murder, it was a murder. And it was yeah, after they found yeah. the body. And yeah, it, it fell apart. They did the largest manhunt in, uh, or search for her body in northern Michigan history. They had Boy Scouts, Coast Guard, they had locals, they had police, yeah. they had everything. They eventually found her near um, Stonecliff. Now it's a, a hotel, but a, in, at the time it was part of a moral armament movement. Um, they were staying there using the property. They were using a lot of the properties on the island, and they were trying to bring morals back to society after World mm -hmm. War II. And there's a long story with them, but uh, they found her body. Was that Mission Point? Mission Point yeah. was their headquarters. They okay. built Mission Point. Yep. But uh, they found her body under a rowboat, and the, what how they found her body was she had a dental plate, and someone found it in the road, smashed into the asphalt, uh, and they realized that. There, she might be nearby. This is weird. They started looking a few feet off the side of the How trail. How many days was that after she went I missing? It, I think it was three. Three days after she went missing, they found it. Jesus. And uh, they ne they questioned a lot of people. A lot, some people thought it was someone from Memorial Armament Movement who was up at the uh, Stone Cliff. Other people thought it was a local. There was uh, a local handyman who had red all over his clothes, and they thought it was blood. It wound up being paint. Um there was a lot of suspects. I mean, she was murdered, but before she was raped. Yeah, because she, she oh, was wow. found like with strangled like, without with her, her underwear. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she was from Dearborn, Michigan. Her son actually has been on tour. 
and said we were the only people who got everything right. The only thing we did wrong is her body was found about 15 to 20 yards in a different location than we were saying. Wow. <laughs> but he, yeah. was, he was happy with it. And he was glad that we were still keeping the memory in, no, alive. No, talk about it. He's, you guy, never know who we no, talk to that might know no. something. And her murderer could still be alive. It's possible. Very Not likely, possible. But Not possible. likely, but it's possible. He, he could be up there. He, she. I mean, yep. I hate to say, like, it's a he, but, I mean, it raped. Hello. It's probably a dude. Well, if it was today, they would have been able to probably have caught him. Probably. Oh, rape yeah, rape uh, kits and oh, yeah. samples and all that. They would have been able to get him. But back then, they had very But that's little. a big deal for a place with such a small population oh, yeah. that shuts down, like, you know, mm-hmm. in the winter. It, something like that happens. That's well, that's It's going to put the whole community. Funny on you say that because we got ranked as the most dangerous city in Michigan. I by saw the FBI. that. That is bullshit. It's it's funny because what? They, yeah, yeah this they is go true. by the population. Yeah, it's a, it's a ratio. Which yeah. yeah. So there's 500 people on the island, and there was like I don't remember how many crimes, but the ratio was. We were really dangerous. We made Detroit and Flint look yeah. like a joke, which is not we were true. Really dangerous. <laughs> But they don't take into account that there's almost a million people coming to there in this over the summer. Yeah. yeah. So we're the most dangerous place in Michigan. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, com- Look out. I don't know why they did it. The com- a common crime there, what? I mean, I know I mean, we're common, talking about, we talked about a murder, probably, right? Drunk and disorderly. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, people are getting, yep. getting Drunk hammered. and disorderly is a big one. Yep. There parties there. You can get a DUI. It's a, I think it's, they think they call it a BUI. You can get a DUI for being on your bike, drunk. Bike. bike Biking under the influence. Yes. No, that's, it, that's very real. Your license. It's very points, real. It's real. I've Serious. seen people get arrested for a BUI. That sucks. Yes. So weird. And, uh, Biking while intoxicated. That, those Driving, are the two. And bike theft. Steer in front of a car. Bike theft is huge. Uh, most, I'd say almost everybody I know has, has lost a bike. At for least real? Once. For real. So who? where are they going with the bike? Up the hill, home, or going to another bar or whatever. People they just, see they a bike, just drive it's unlocked, off with they the just bike go and off that's with that. it. Usually about 90% of the time you find your bike. Jesus. So You'd think. But you sometimes know. the bike winds up in the lake. Oh. Sometimes the bike winds up trashed and parted <laughs> out. But, Holy uh, crap. Parted out. Yep. The main streets, yeah, the main streets of <laughs> Mackinac <laughs> Island. I got a chop shop bike. on Mackinac <laughs> Island. We got bike parts, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Mackinac Island Crime Watch. Yeah. The hell? We're here on the rough, the rough terrain, main streets of Mackinac Island. This just in: another bike was stolen tonight. We got parts. Dun, 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 dun. Well, that's another what, chop shop of bike yeah. parts was raided tonight. That's what makes oh, Mackinac Island so weird. One cool thing about the island garage. that's really weird is we found one of the junkyards. You have to know somebody who knows where it is, and they really basically have to walk you to it because you won't find it. It's in the middle of the woods. It's in like this random spot. Follow this trail, this trail. Junkyard? No, it's a real junkyard, but it's got cars from the 1930s in this junkyard. There's three cars. We think they're Plymouths. They're really hard. It's hard to tell. They're in pretty bad shape. Yeah. So how did those get on the island? There was a. The story is a guy drove them over on the ice, way back in like the 20s and 30s, and then ditched them. And they found out about them, and he had nowhere to take them, so he just parked them in the woods, and it became a junkyard, and this junkyard, it's dangerous. Wear very strong soled shoes. Have your tetanus shot because yeah. it's pretty rough. It's bad. But no you find like old clawfoot bathtubs, refrigerators. There's one thing I wanted. There's a Western Union sign, an original Western Union Dude, sign. Take that. I know. Somebody already did. Aww. It's missing. Aww. Nobody knows who took it. But there was this tricycle I saw. 
took a picture of it, went and found out it was from 1910. It was worth like two thousand dollars. It was no in bad way. shape, but I went back. It's gone. Aww, so, that sucks. People are are taking things from the junkyard. But how cool is but that? It's just There's one of those weird like, things. Yeah. Weird places all over that island. It, I mean, it's a cool place. So, have you ever been to the crack? Oh yeah. Okay, they, so they Mackinac filled Island most of has. It in. Oh, did they? It used to be about forty feet deep. Now okay, it's maybe seven. So Mackinac maybe. Island, for those of you who don't know, has a crack, like a giant butt <laughs> crack in the island. <laughs> there's and actually two. There's two. There's two. This the big one's the famous one. So yeah. I know the big one has like some kind of legend attached to it about like giants and stuff like that. Do you know? Any, do you yep. know what the legend is? Um, back before the time of man. The Native American uh, Geechee Manitou, their great god, decided it was time for man to come to Earth, to come to Mackinac Island and establish himself. And there were giants in the legend that lived mm. on Mackinac Island. Mm. And he told the giants, you need to leave or I will turn you to stone. So he, all the giants were leaving, going wherever they were going to go. But a few of them decided to stay. Two of them are uh, huge pillars of uh, stone pillars now. Um, they're is called the twins. Sh- oh, that's not Sugarloaf, is it? Sugarloaf was a wigwam okay. for the great god. That's where he lived at okay. the time when he came to visit the island. It was a wigwam, which turned to stone because it was part of their world. And one of the giants decided, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to hide. He's not going to find me. So he went in the crack of the island. And as he was climbing down the crack of the island, he turned to stone. And I can't make it out. I've tried. Supposedly, you can see his the tips of four fingers okay. holding on to the top of the crack of the All island. Right. So that's the story of the crack of the island. What about giant. the smaller crack? The smaller one is harder to find, and some people have told me it's the real Skull Cave that's back in that area, not the one that was in all the books and everybody what? talks about. This one was supposedly the original Skull Cave, and it's not anything you get to with a carriage, so it can't be sold to tourists. Tourists can't see no. it. No. And it's all literally a hole in the ground in the forest. So, and it's a cave. So why was Skull Cave called Skull Cave? Skull Cave was called Skull Cave, and uh, Alexander Henry was at Fort Mackinac, which is the fort on the mainland, yeah. which is Mackinac City. And there was going to be a uh, – uh, the Native Americans were going to wipe out the British at the fort. They were going to just kill everybody. And one of his friends, who was Native American, warned him because he was friends with him and said, you need to get out of here. You need to get out of here now. They are going to wipe you out. And they did. And it's an interesting story how they did it, too. Um, I'll go outside. No, i got to tell the story because it's cool. They Do played it. some game. It's similar to lacrosse. Okay. And the relations between the, the fort and the Native Americans in the area were okay. They, they thought they were okay. They weren't. And this is the British this that the British. are there. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know Mackinac Island history, the British came and took over. They were first. And, like, yeah, bumped out the Indians and said, hey, we're here. Like, yep. we're, we're taking over. And they were playing this game, and all the Native Americans were playing with the British, this this Native American game. It's similar to lacrosse. Mm. But all the women came in heavy, like, um, blankets and robes and things like that. And it was a warm day, but they came in heavy clothing. Well, they were playing the game, playing the game, and then they took a break, and underneath their clothing was tomahawks, hatchets, bats, uh, all kinds of weapons. Oh, wow. And they just, that's when it started. And that's how they got, how they got through the fort's security and everything, because they brought them out and then started killing them, and the doors were open. Holy shit. Um, Holy crap. This guy got away and went to Mackinac Island, 
and he was running for his life trying to find a place to hide because he knew they had found out that they were going to come after him. So he had to find a place to hide. So he goes into this cave, deep into the cave, as far as he could go, and stayed there all night. He had a rough night's sleep. He said he felt like he was sleeping on rocks and branches and things like that. Sun comes up. He can sort of see what's in the cave and its skulls and bones. And so that's why Native American bones. skulls and bones. Native American, yeah. They use the island okay. as a burial ground for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Some say up to 8,000 years they were using it as I burial ground. Uh, they still find them. Yeah. If you dig deep oh, enough, you'll find Oh, if you did a massive bones. archaeological dig of that entire oh, island, it'd insane. be intense. It's oh, insane. Yeah. You, you'd the, find so actually, much crazy the stuff. the state park doesn't want you using metal detectors. What? Because well, you're going to find You're stuff. going to find artifacts you're gonna find, you're gonna and walk find, away with them. Oh, yeah. So you're they gonna don't find, want you to. Yeah, you're going to find bullets. You're going to find, find metal bullets, artifacts. Pins, oh, yeah. Buttons. You're going to probably you got, find Because you got the British. What's the French thing? British, French, British, French, American. Native Americans. And, I mean, and, it was just so many different And what was the reason there. why they all these all it these was, cultures were there at that spot? Why did they feel that that was so important to, to the Native be Native Americans, it was spiritual for everybody else. It was where Lake Michigan meets Lake Huron, and it's not far from the <clears throat> what? I don't, what's the river that goes to Superior? I can't remember the name of the river. Um, no, it's the river that goes up to Lake Superior. So was it's there a Canadian kind of a, thing connection yeah. there too? Okay, there's Canadian. It's like a centralized location. Okay. It's high up out of the water, so it's defensible. Okay, it's defendable. And it was just the perfect port. It had a natural harbor. Okay. It was just, it was the perfect place to There's nothing to do like that. getting on those boats, those ferries. Uh-huh. And uh, for those of you who are not from Michigan and have never been to Mackinac Island, when you go to Mackinac Island, you go to Mackinac Island, well, you go to Mackinac City. Or St. Ignace. If St. Ignace. It depends on what side of the bridge, side of the bridge you're coming <laughs> from. And then, but you get on one of those bridges. And like, for example, from my experience, it's coming from Mackinac City. You pick one. I like the one. I think it's Arnold. I don't know. They're gone. I like the one with what? Arnold got wait, sold off. It's now Starline. Wait. Starline so bottom. wait. Do they have? Wait. Who has the rooster tail? That's Starline. Oh, but okay. not all their boats have rooster tails now. Oh, the Arnold I like the boats tail. don't have it. Oh come on! There's uh, now there's Starline <gasps> and Shufflers. Okay, so you you would pick one of three, I guess. Now it's one now of it's two. One of two. Okay, different ferries to choose to go over from Mackinac City to Mackinac Island. And the one I always wanted to pick, which I made Scott, I think we had to pay extra. And I was like, I want the one with the rooster tail. <laughs> and it's this badass ship that you get on, and it has this badass rooster tail on the back. It looks awesome. So we're like, no, I want to come in the style. Like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take that. We're going to be in, yeah, rooster tail. And so, but then you get to a point where you're going through Lake Huron, and you all of a sudden see Mackinac Island. And it starts coming into view, and you're like, oh, cool. And, like, that island comes closer and closer, and you see the Grand Hotel. That's one of the Mm -hmm. first things you see is the Grand Hotel, which has been there since, Todd, you probably know. I want to say 1887. Yeah, it's an old-ass hotel. It's 1887. And then it's also where they filmed – well, they filmed a lot of the movies, Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time. With – Superman, uh, Christopher Reeves, and Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. And Christopher Plummer. Yeah. And so they filmed a lot of that movie there. But um, anyway, it's just like such a cool thing. And then you get up there, like, I'm from Grand Haven, and we're at, at Grand Haven, we're at the mouth of the Grand River. That's a cool town, too. No, it's an awesome town. It's awesome. And, but we got the Grand River dumping into Lake Michigan there, and the water's kind of dirty. Like, it's got a lot of sediment in it, it's not crystal clear. 
and then you get up to Huron and Mackinac, and you look over that boat, it's and like you look... It's like being in the tropics. Oh, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> look any clear. different than being in the Caribbean. Yeah. It is crystal clear blue water. Yeah. You can see any shipwreck, anything that's down there. Plus, there's all kinds of cool lighthouses and different things that they're not necessarily active anymore, but there's all this cool stuff. So it's exciting going to Mackinac Island, knowing that you're going to get on this island where couriers come, like, I don't know if I can call him a courier, but a guy, usually Jamaican, comes and picks up, like, he's like, do you, you know, you give your luggage to a dude on a three-wheeled bike. The dock porter. Yeah. And he comes and goes, what what hotel are you staying at? Oh, we're at Madame Lafamblas place, you know, Harborview. Okay. And you put your luggage on this dude's three-wheeler, and he take he, like, literally pedals your luggage to the hotel. <laughs> And then, like, we walked there because, I mean, what, Madam, like, Harbor View is, like, maybe. Quarter of a mile. Yeah, I was going to say it's way under Not a mile far. from the docks. Yeah. And then, like, the entire time you're there, you can walk, you can rent bikes, you can do all this awesome stuff. It's such a unique you place. Fudge. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Which, Todd, do you know how fudge got started on the island? Honestly, I've heard there's a lot of different yeah. versions of it. The one that I've heard that makes the most sense was around the. Uh, I think it was world just before World War II. There was rationing on chocolate. Okay. And they found they wanted to find a way to make more chocolate without having to use more chocolate. Okay. So they'd mixed it with butter and they mixed it with cream and sugar and this and that oh, and the other. Came so they take the cocoa and you get Ooh. a half pound of fudge, Ooh. and it only takes that much of yeah. actual chocolate and to make delicious. a half pound. And uh, <laughs> basically, it became a staple. On the island, yep. and they even get every flavor you could possibly oh, anything, imagine. Anything, anything. I'm still chocolate. Though, I don't. Me. I don't know what the original flavors would have been, but like you can go on there, you can get Butterfinger, you can get key lime pie. Key, yeah, you can get like I know Lilac Tree Hotel. Shortcake. Like I don't yeah, know if they still do too. um their like I remember going there and finding the Butterfinger and Hell finding yeah. all these exotic flavors. They have gluten-free fudge they yeah. have dairy-free fudge they it's, have yeah you name it they but i'm with, with you it. i'm still like flat out chocolate is my favorite me too i and me, i don't eat much yeah because you, well so when rich. you're there you're done no it, you're, you get old. sick of it i mean and the whole <laughs> island smells like shit and fudge yeah i'm not <laughs> i'm not lying it's a beautiful horrible <laughs> place to smell <laughs> i'm not lying when i'm when you get off that boat you'll because, smell one of two things yeah, shit or fudge <laughs> and if you're really unlucky horse pee but that's really bad. oh yeah that's i don't worst. think i i can oh. i don't think i can specify if i've it's actually like, singled out horse like, pee Stingy, it's tangy. really no, yeah. Hey. If you ever, if you ever Whoa. walk near an equestrian trail, it's the worst smell ever. It's dude. really it's, pungent. Okay, it's really yeah. bad. It'll, I, it'll burn your nose right out. Yes, no. it will. I just it know, stings. yeah. I just know, like you get there and you get into the city and you're like in that main downtown street, Main Street. Yep. And then there's all these like stupid shops with like, here's your Mac and all shit you can buy. T-shirts, blah, blah, blah. And, T-shirts and dumb crap. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, here's your Native American crap you can buy and, um. <laughs> Fake Native American crap, and but you do because the horse-drawn buggies are there to give you tours of the island, and the horses have to take shits, and they don't give, they don't care when they do it. Nope, they have a so, guy who walks, yes. runs around with. Oh, a bike I love that. That is scoop. his job. Is <laughs> to scoop poop. It is his job. And so, they literally wash yes. the streets every single yes. night. Wow, you have to. They wash them. It would stink so bad. Oh, it'd yeah. be bad. But you do. You, you smell either horse shit or you smell fudge. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been to Mackinac Island where I've like, oh, yeah, some beef. Yo, yeah, I smell some beef. Like, I don't smell <laughs> a steak or a burger. It's, it's shit or fudge. Yep. <laughs> which is really weird because the two are kind of like creepy connected in a weird way of consistency. 
but I don't. Well, yeah. there's a lot of rumors that uh, the horse poop is the fudge. Right? Berry. Yeah. There's, oh, there's, yeah. There's no. plenty of jokes about that. So, um, so I mean, anyway. Well, that's what they call the tourists. They call them fudgies. Anyway, so Todd, so we were both speaking at an event this year in Petoskey. At the uh, Terrace Inn, which is a historic 1920s wonderful inn in historic Bayview, uh, Bayview, I guess, Bayview, Petoskey? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a like weird a little. Victorian it's a Victorian um, village, but it's Methodist. So they're running into problems right now where people are inheriting these Victorian summer homes and they're not Methodist. Because they've altered from their parents. They've deviated from the path. And now they can't inherit them because they're not members of the church. So they're running into problems with who do we give these to? Like, so there's actually a lawsuit, like, on Bayview right now as we speak. Those houses have got to be worth a mint. A lot of money. Some of them are. They should keep them no matter what religion they are. So you're, you're atheist and you inherit it from your Methodist grandparents. And you Whatever. can't use it. And you can't use it because you're not a card-carrying Methodist user. And I think it's I call of that particular church. That particular too. church. So now they're running into issues where they're like, um, okay, crap, what do we do? Like more and more people that are inheriting these homes are not part of the Methodist church. And I we we were sitting there literally at the at the terrace end going Wow, okay. So I don't know if the terrace is specifically associated with the Bayview community. Yeah, I and always like, wondered that, too. Because we're a paranormal conference, like, happening at this location, and, and you guys are okay with that, but yet you're atheist or you're non-conforming whatever well, um, that person in, uh, inherited the, the house commerce? and they can't use it. That's a bit of more commerce comes it's, from It's this, weird. So. It's weird. So anyway, but it, the place has a long-standing history with some amazing— Does the Methodist church own the land? Yes. Yeah. Yep. They own, they the, don't own the yep. houses, but they own the land. They, they own the on. land that the houses sit on, and they can literally only be there. I mean, it's a how could they own the land if they bought it in the eighteen hundreds? Own the houses and the property. Yeah, they bought it in the eighteen hundreds. They 1800s. probably have to pay a lease. Yeah, oh, that's or weird. something. Yeah, well, the house, the land. It's kind of like an association. Is yeah. what it is. It's an association. There's a lot of houses in there. Oh, there's, there's a ton. Tons. And they're all immaculate. They're yeah. all well taken care of. I mean, some are a little more bare bones because weren't you guys in like we sort were, of a you were in like a shit tastic no, like mine was okay that I stayed in. Someone else the was the one in that was the quote unquote party house. Yeah, it was cool, but it was original. I mean, like, like yeah, like wires skeleton that were exposed. Yeah, on like the little clay knobs. Yeah. and and lamp light. That I mean, was, was Dan, Dan and it was Becca original. Smith were yeah. in that poor thing, yeah. and then like and then they Todd <laughs> and not Todd, but uh, no, his name's Todd too. Yeah, they, the they ITC guy. Stay. Yeah, but they, yeah. I think Dan, he moved because it was too They were loud. like, no. It was a party house. I even said, don't put me in that house. No. I need to sleep We had night. a nice house. We, like, had the <laughs> personage. You had the nicest house. We had, well, and last By year. By far. <laughs> last year, we had, like, a super nice house, too, but they were working on it this year, I guess, so we didn't stay there, but we were with, um, oh, gosh, what's her, I felt bad because she came downstairs. I didn't know who the hell was showering uh, when we got yeah, there. I know. Elizabeth Saint. That's it. Yeah. From um, Ghost of Shepherdstown. Yep. So we're sitting there. My friend Marty and I are like, whatever. So we walk into this house. And I guess we were supposed to be in the other side with um, Andrea Perrin. Right. And so we set up. We throw our shit on the bed. Like there's an Apple computer charging. And we're like, I don't know who this is. I guess it's Exe's. Exe Smith is a Michigan psychic that was speaking at this event. And for some reason, I thought she was staying there. So I'm like, I don't know. It's Exe's. And then we hear this girl yell from the bathroom. Oh, it's mine. Don't worry about it. I'll move it. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's Exe. So then we sit down, and we I, I start working on a presentation for that weekend, and then 
uh, my friend Marnie and I are bourbon drinkers. So we crack open some Woodford Reserve and we like poured some bourbon and we sat down and like she read a book. I opened up my laptop and we started sipping. And all of a sudden this like beautiful girl comes down the steps and we're like, what? What? You're not Xy. Like, who are you? What? Are we in the wrong house? I know. (laughs) That's what I felt like. And I'm like, I'm not like, I don't follow the TV shows. I'm sorry. But so when she walked downstairs, I was like, who are are you? you? And she's like, oh, I'm Elizabeth Saint. And I'm like, oh. And then, like, literally, we gave her bourbon. And it turns out Elizabeth Saint is a bourbon drinker. There you so go. we gave her bourbon, and she started mingling with us. And then um, the guy that runs it, John Cassidy, steps into the uh, place and kind of looks at us bug-eyed at me and Marnie. And he's like, you guys are in the wrong place. And we're like, what? What? Because we've already <laughs> set up shop. What? Cause I don't, We're unpacked here. Huh? Uh, and then, like, Elizabeth goes, no, 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 it's fine. They've, they've given us bourbon. It's okay, John. Because literally, like, Elizabeth Saint told John, I know you guys are kind of in a pickle for, like, housing. It's okay if you put someone else in this room with me. I'm not going to be that much of a snot where, like, oh, the TV personality has to be alone. Right. And she was really cool about that. So we're like, so John's like, okay, well, if it's okay, you know, if you're okay. She's like, yeah, fine. They gave me bourbon. We're good. We're good. We're friends. <laughs> So bourbon. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we became friends with Elizabeth Saint all weekend. We were fine. And then, like, I felt bad because that night you came you came over that Saturday night and you were chatting with yep. us. I think Marnie said that that night when we were outside talking and we were talking about Disney and the Haunted Mansion and yeah. little do yeah. people know listening that Todd and his wife are huge Disney fanatics yep. and, like, love Disney, as do I. So we were, like, enthusiastically talking about Disney World and Marnie, my friend, heard like a thump from upstairs where Elizabeth was sleeping and had to wake up somewhat early to get her flight to go back <laughs> to DC. Early. And so Marnie was like, oh, I think Elizabeth just like hit the floor. I don't know. So she might have like kind of like knocked or said something like basically shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't you know, know. I didn't know. I didn't know either. You know, and she was gone by the time me and Marnie woke up. So I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Elizabeth Saint. I know you're not yeah, listening, we're sorry. but we're we sorry. We're we keeping you up. We're sorry, <laughs> but she was cool. And um, but yeah, I mean that's a really fun event. That, that was fun. You know, good time. It's a good time, and that's Northern Michigan. It's only like about an hour away from Mackinac City. Yeah, at most. I think most an hour. Yeah, and then they it was do. was great. It's right in the backyard. I'm just like, oh, yeah. this is closer oh, than yeah. I thought. And then um. And then, of course, like, now with Mackinac, like, you do your ghost tours mm-hmm. all summer long. Yep. And then I know there's, like, the also the, the, the Strange Escapes, yep. which is done by Amy Bruni, who's on, what's the current show? Um, Kindred Spirits. Kindred Spirits on TLC. And then she does this Bang big event. Bang pimp that. Great. I'm, I'm not pimping it. I'm just stating facts. It's but true. she she <laughs> does an event on the island. I think she's probably going to be doing this, what, is this her fourth or fifth? The next one will be her fourth, fourth one. Yep. Fourth does strange escape so if we're if if you are a listener of the show and you're like Mackinac Island sounds like the shit you can either go and book your own trips and go on Todd's tours or you can do a strange escapes you know event I'll be honest it is a really fun event everyone yeah everyone that I have talked to has said that that's a very well run it's not just like most paranormal events there's costume parties yeah it's it's lots of social time yeah you can hang out with people it's not just a conference Um, where it's like back back on back talkers and you're like this year we had dinner at the grand hotel Mm. because we got rained out we usually would do it in the fort that we have a big barbecue what a barbecue at the the fort fort. yeah just see i want to go to this next year 
it, I want to go. I want to go. Are you are you going next year? Are you going to be there? I don't have a choice. I'm the one who runs the well, tour. Okay. <laughs> I think I think we should yes, just automatically book and just be it's like, fun. you know, if but, someone uh, asks me to speak, I can't do the it. The funniest part of it all was you've got a bunch of people who just came in off the street in the Grand Hotel for our barbecue because they put so us So they there. probably look like crap. We're dressed in sweatshirts yeah. and things and And you're supposed to be like that. dressed impeccably and for the Grand after Hotel. After 5 p.m., Men have mm-hmm. to have ties yep. and jackets, and women have dresses. to wear dresses. Yep. Oh, wow. No pantsuits. Yep. You can't yep. wear pantsuits. I didn't nope. know that until this year because they told somebody. They're just like, we, we require dresses. Yep. Wow. It's old-fashioned. Like, they're serious. Yeah. <laughs> They'll let you get away with it, I think, if you're over the age of 70. Oh, God. Okay. But, I hope so. <laughs> which, that would yeah. actually piss me off because I don't own a dress. But it was just funny because yeah, we're a ragtag group. I don't fit in anymore. <laughs> We were the ragtag group that walking through the grass, <laughs> and everybody's like looking at us, and we're just like, "Yeah, we're supposed to be here. We're so ghost hunters. We're all in our sweatpants, and yep. sweatshirts here, and it was raining barbecue. out. So we all walk out in blue ponchos because we give ponchos oh, when it rains. We give people ponchos for the rain, and everybody's wearing these like Smurf blue ponchos. Oh, walking God. through the hotel. So the, nice. so the employees of the Grand Hotel are probably just, just appalled. Yeah. They're, they're, Get rid yeah, of the blue people. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God, these poppers. These ghost hunter poppers. (laughs) But I have to say. I don't have a drop for that, Scott. Their desserts are so good. (laughs) I love them. So I have never eaten at the Grand Hotel. I've wanted to do the dinner. It's good. The dinner is good. Where, like, you do the five course dinner. Like, I've wanted. Five course. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to do that. I will eat every course. (laughs) Every course. And then uh, the buffet. The lunch buffets. Mm. What? Think I actually lunch like buffet? the lunch buffet more than I like the dinner. All you can eat? Because you have a lot of choices. Oh, that's all you can eat. Mm. Oh, and nice. there's a, like a dessert table that's like, I'm not exaggerating, probably 20 feet long. So here, I, hang can, on, hang I, on. I can attest. Guys, here, here's the here's sound that you they found actually, found one? I found the sound. This is actually, yeah, I think this is what. What actually, is the sound? Like that. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing with that? <laughs> this is what they saw them walking through the blue poncho sound. That's, those are the sounds of that's the That's the sound they uh, made? At the Grand Hotel. Okay. Accurate. Or just got a or this, or this, or this one right here. Blue man group. <laughs> that right there. You wanted a drop, you got a drop. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Get out. So I can attest that when I was at Petoskey and we were speaking, and so Todd, me, my friend Marnie, and the other Todd, we were all sitting at the same table, and we came up, <laughs> dessert time came up, and we all had to run Every up. Every fucking and, show we end up on food. Up, and we had to grab our food desserts. Todd got all excited because there was creme brulee. Yep. And so he grabbed two, two creme brulee desserts. Ooh. He was like, like screw this, I'm this. getting two. So I grabbed one. I no grabbed, holding back. I grabbed one creme brulee and one unfortunate blueberry something dessert, which was unfortunate because it was not, it didn't work. Should have gotten two creme brulee. That dessert didn't work. But then Todd only ate like, you only like nibble on your second one. I know. I and I called full. him out. I said, Todd, <laughs> you grabbed two of those and you only nibbled on that. If I didn't, eat this shitty blueberry dessert thing I would have so eaten that yeah I know I know it's like and like professional so, wrestling I know. food so I sat there looking at like his un, half untouched like creme brulee like sad eyes like mm, I don't want to eat that but I'm so well, old I'm already fat so mm. I, they looked small so I was like I could eat two of those yeah well creme brulee is filling because it is yeah. a super creamy like overindulgent dessert I don't remember if I've ever had shut up it's so shut good up. you've it's never like it's amazing shut like up. a rock I don't know it it's is... like a gla- sugar glass on top oh, of my, like no, they they, 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 they take a, a, a cooking torch they put like rock like sugar on top and they take a blowtorch and they torch the top of it 
And so you get this, like, yeah, basically like this glass. sugar glass. I'll have to try it. It's and good. it's like this custard, creamy, vanilla <laughs> perfection. I don't know if I can do it then. Oh, no, no, no. It comes in all flavors. Oh, sh- uh, you wouldn't know. Oh, no, no, no. No, it is awesome. I mean, I get it fine. Some people have texture issues, fine, but like, ah, it's so good. And it comes. I had a texture issue with custard. That's why it does. It does does come in different flavors. My favorite, my favorite I ever had was espresso creme brulee. I've had that. I've had that. It was pretty. Oh, it's a coffee creamy dessert. I'm gonna have to try. I have to pee. Hold on. <laughs> you guys keep talking. Where, where, where are you going? You keep talking. You've I'll, been carrying this thing, though. Yeah, I let you ride. Been... Amber, while you're up there, like, find me some coffee creme brulee. Some coffee. Yeah, okay, I'll work on that. <laughs> you might have I to go this time. Todd, going back, uh, you know, one of the things I, I we, Amber's kind of ran with this, which is great. Sure. Um, but one of the things I wasn't, I mean, I don't want to go too deep into this, but you said uh, at the very beginning of this conversation there, there has been. You said on the island there has been some. You know, there are the people that are into this, and there are the people that are not into this. I mean, you know, and I mean, just I, I've been thinking about that a bit. I mean, and I think we've we've seen this with a lot of locations, not just Mackinac, right? right. Where you have a community um, and a story, or you know, some type of thing is like, well, we, we want to start doing something here, right? Now we've not to, not to get on anybody about doing anything or anything like that whatsoever, but. There have been some – we've seen stories. I've read stories where, um, you know, you do have a group of people, and let's just say ghost hunters, right, that come into an area, and there has been some problems previously. And that's what has me kind of like, wow, that must be really multiplied with people that live on that island, right, with this idea. Now, and, and it's not – I'm not let – me, let me stand up here. Hang on. There he is. <laughs> He's not hiding anymore. Well, Amber was just kind of ripping. So I'm like, well, oh, she was sit down here and just produce the show and yeah. make stupid sounds, and I'll just do my thing. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. Stay in my corner. But I, I find that, you know, that's always an interesting topic with this thing. You know, I mean, I know you guys do good work. I know that for a fact, right? Uh, but I can only imagine what some of the people still think, right? They, they, they must be they freaking They doubt out. some of what we have when we come up with these stories. They're like, where did they get this story? That can't be true. Yeah. Sorry, here's, well, the, I mean, here's the death certificate. Here's the police report. It's true. Yeah. Well, that right, I'm th- sorry. that right there speaks volumes because I mean, you guys are yeah. actually pulling documentation. Oh, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is real. This isn't like manufactured. No. It's not fabricated. I mean, granted, a ghost story is a ghost story. If someone tells us a ghost story, we're like, okay, it's interesting. We hear it yeah. again and again and again from different people. Yeah. Like, okay, we may throw that on the tour. There's something going on. I yeah. don't know yeah. what it is. But there's something going on with this woman in a blue dress coming down a staircase. Yeah. So we add it. For entertainment value, could it be true? Possibly. Yeah. Can we investigate the place? If they let us. But we go by based on lots of eyewitness accounts, staff, yeah. um, people who work there in the winter, people who visit the place. So Yeah. And they usually will get crazy about that sometimes. But we're just like, it's a ghost story. There's yeah. always going to be people. There's some fiction to almost every ghost story has some fiction. Of course. Yeah, Whether oh, you yeah, know it totally. or not, you don't. You might think it's real, and oh no, it's actually she's not wearing a blue dress. She's wearing a gray dress, and then and she didn't die this time. She died that time. Well, at uh, that point, uh, those uh, details. I mean, while the, while they're important, yeah. at the same time, 
the magnitude of what you're talking about kind of eclipses like well okay so what if she had a blue or a gray dress on yeah. there's a goddamn ghost walking down the stairs yeah there's something there yeah, so the, let's just <laughs> let's acknowledge let's that. that let's deal with that part yeah, right? we'll deal with the a color lot of people later out there also that are just so close all closed off that they don't even want to oh, yeah. acknowledge or believe my it, favorite that person happening in their background in their backyard or something yeah. my favorite person is yeah i saw a ghost once but i don't believe in him oh, <laughs> you oh, saw something you saw it but you don't believe, I don't believe in it. it. I saw okay. it, but it's not there. Well, that's that's just the wrong way to I sell it. It's that a figment line. of my they imagination. They usually start out the conversation. I don't believe in all this, but this yeah, one time, typical. I yeah. saw this. Okay. Why are you telling me that? Yeah. So okay, yeah. so so Todd had something happen this year to him that probably blew you out of the water. It was last year. Last year. This was last year. Okay. Yeah. So like when I saw Todd this year. Um, even though we did learn that we only live ten miles apart, yeah. Well, which yeah. is what the hell, which, man? which honestly is new to which, me since well, I have you know, not I, lived here since nah, yeah. last January, or whatever. So whatever. But anyway, so Todd's like, okay, I know it sounds weird. I saw a fairy. What? You yep. saw a fairy? What? What, Todd? Nice what? Nice, and, nice impersonation. Yeah, that's Todd's impersonation. Uh, I saw a fairy. You will need I saw, to. I saw a fairy. Please. So, no, but for real, <laughs> for real, fairies go back, like, way back in folklore and everything with, like, the terms Will-o'-the-wisp. There's mm-hmm. all, like, There's you know, fairy names. lights. Fairy like, fire. Yeah, fairy fire. There's all these different terms to describe these occurrences with these fairy-esque type experiences. So... Um, Mackinac Island has these lights that people have seen that have, I was reading in your book, like literally drew one guy out going back in the day, yeah. drew him out to a bog yep. where he like was walking, following these lights and like was realizing, oh my God, I'm stepping into a bog and I'm sinking. Like what the heck is going on? And then Todd was telling me this October, um, no, I saw something. And I know that Todd is one of our friends that when he says he saw something, you're like, yeah, he's not high or on crack or cocaine or anything. And he's telling the truth. So what did you see? I was, we had finished doing tours downtown. I stay in a house on the, uh, well, up on one of the bluffs. <laughs> I stay in the, the servant quarters of one of these hot, big mansion houses. Those places are amazing, by the way. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to go into a bluff house. Really? It's like eight to 10,000 square foot cottage. What? Oh, wow. It's a cottage. And when there's no one in there, oh. we get to stay in oh, the cottage. Oh, that's a cottage. cottage. Wow. Not oh. the servants' quarters, which is really oh. blush. Thank you, Jeremy, by the way, there. Um, <laughs> who's the one who lets me stay there? Wow. But uh, I'm walking back after work. It was maybe 12.31 in the morning. Okay. I'm alone, which is creepy. I'm sorry. You walk off the beaten it's path on that island. It's a secluded area. It's quiet. It's yep. dark. It's no creepy. Cars. Yeah. It is creepy. Usually wine with your finger, your Bright face skies. glued to your cell phone so you don't see something you don't really want to see yeah. at the time. Right. Um, you're looking at stars. You see the Milky yep. Way. If yep. the Northern Lights are out, yep, there yep. they are. You're going to see them. You see the bridge in the distance yep. glowing. And you're like, okay, there's people eight miles over there. Okay. I see people. I see cars moving. There's, but there's life. There's life somewhere. But across the lake. <laughs> the worst time of the year is closing weekend. I bet. Because all uh, those cottages are empty. They're shut down. You're yeah. walking through the woods in a bunch of empty houses. When, when's, the last oh, wow. week, when's the last week for them? It's like, usually just before Halloween. Okay, because when we were up at, like, for example, when we were talking about Bayview Community Association, I mean, we were up there, what, October weekend. 13th, 14th? Yeah. And, like... 75% of those cottages I thought more this time of year I saw more people there Yeah Than, But it was warmer than usual But still Yeah 
But anyway, I'm walking up. I go in front of the cut in front of the Grand Hotel. It's a shortcut, and I'm walking up the West Bluff Road, which is where a lot of these cottages are. On one side, there's the cottages. On the other side, there is the Straits of Mackinac, a huge bluff. It's maybe a hundred feet high, and trees and all that. Walking, not thinking anything of anything other than the fact that I just want to take a shower. It's hot. I'm. It's been a long day. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home. Tired. I should have taken a cab. Whatever. And I'm walking him alone, and there's a garden in between two of these big houses. It has a gazebo, and it's this big garden. And it's well manicured and everything. I see a light in the garden. And I just it caught my attention out of the corner of my eye, maybe 25, 30 feet away. And I just figured it was a person that was in their garden working, whatever, the flashlight. And then it moved, and I start to turn my head, and it went in front of my face, probably three feet, about the size of a softball, it was so fast. I've never seen anything, anything move that fast in nature. I mean, like 90 miles an hour, three feet in front of How my big? face. How so, big? About softball. About almost as big as this, one of the, wow. the mic covers. Yeah. 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 Um, and it just went right out over the water, kept going, and then just vanished. Oh, wow. And what color? It was yellowish white. Okay. And it looks the best way to explain is take a cot a ball of cotton, put a light in the middle of it, and explode it. Well, that's <laughs> what in, in your first books. <laughs> in your first like. book, someone talked about like the fairy lights and oh, talking yeah. about them looking like a cotton ball. Cotton ball. Which make I mean, Big when you think about balls. what a cotton ball looks like, with sort of these wispy, you know, it's not perfectly yep. round or whatever. Yep. It's got these uneven edges. It but is it's soft. not an orb. Yeah. Right. But like a little cloud. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a, cloud. Little, a little a little soft a little cloud, cloud moving. And I knew I'd, I'd talked to a ton of people who've seen these things. We've had them on investigations. We've had police come to us with stories of them. We've had locals, summer what workers. What if the police said? Uh, one police officer was out <clears throat> doing a run to Sugarloaf, the big yeah. rock. It's a 90-foot rock in the middle yeah. of the woods. And uh, he had had a report that there was somebody having a bonfire. You can't what? do bonfires on no. the island. And there's like no, two no. or three places it's allowed. You have to pull a permit. And you have to have it out by a certain time. Sugarloaf's not one of those places you can mm-mm, have one. Mm-mm. But it's secluded. It's away from town. No one ever goes out there at night. So I, someone assumed, hey, who's going to know? Yeah. Well, they had the, there was a campfire of some sort out there. He came out to, re, to investigate it because someone reported it. Got there, found it. It was small. It was pretty much out. They did put it okay. out. There was nobody there. It was they. They ran. like at the base of the stone. It was no. It was, it was like a road that goes like around it. Yeah. It was on the other yeah. side of the road from the stone. The stone was maybe seventy-five feet. Yeah. Away from where the fire was, maybe. Okay. And uh, he goes up to it, finds out it's out. Okay, he's looking in the woods to see if he can see anybody. Turns around towards the the sugar loaf. He saw roughly two dozen lights of different sizes what? playing with each other, chasing what? each other around, flying all over the place. He puts his flashlight up to the rock. Every single one of them vanished Scatters. immediately. They didn't scatter. Uh, they just you disappeared. Know, okay, so, oh, wow. shit. so and that was he was on duty. True story. So I was there so. with a friend in um, Mackinac Island in like long ago, and we were walking along like the trail. And we didn't do the horse-drawn carriage that takes you past like Sugarloaf and all that stuff. We just did this stupidly long like course where we're like why are we doing this this is taking us forever where are we walking and all of a sudden I thought that was us no this was a different time I was there and then like all of a sudden you I did was the same thing though maybe 
Everybody and does. It. So all of a sudden, we're walking along this path, and then like, huh? There's this bizarre, giant rock monolith yeah. in the middle of us with all these holes in it. And we just look at it like no one was around. No yeah, one. A lot of people don't no go one. there. A lot of people, yeah. it's not a big tourist spot. Yeah, no one was there. And we just mm. sort of looked at it like, what is this? Like, where are we? Like, why is this in the middle of the island? Like, there's nothing else on the island that looks like this. It's just all of a sudden, boom, there's this. And I don't know what's made out of. It's limestone it's or is it? It's limestone. Okay. So you have this just massive limestone structure with all these holes in it. And all this crap. And, like, there's something about it. You walk up to it, and with us, like, encountering it for the first time, not even aware that we were going to walk upon it, we were like, Like, it wasn't creepy, but there was something strange about it. Yeah, you could say overwhelming, or there was, like, an energy about it. If you pick up, if you're someone that picks up on energy, there was definitely something there, like, emanating from it. Like, what the heck is this? So we walked around it, and eventually, like, some other hikers or whatever yeah, came up. and show up. Yeah, they showed up and started walking around, so it wasn't as magical. Like, thanks, guys. They ruined our moment. But <laughs> we didn't honestly know until we looked up later on, like, what the heck we – well, we went on the horse-drawn car- carriage. And the carriage went past it and said, this is Sugarloaf, and this is like this limestone megalith that's on the island. And we're like, oh, well, we already encountered that. But um, it is very unusual. And so I could see how there'd be these bizarre lights and how the Native Americans would revere it. And like I say, it was the wigwam of the Geechee Manitou, and it got its name Sugarloaf because the story goes the Native Americans – Used to go there to collect honey because yeah, bees, honey bees, would collect in the holes. Would live in the holes. Oh. Yes, and, and they would drip how it honey. Got the name sugar loaf, and it would drip yep. from honey would drip out of the hole. Okay, that's so cool. then, like in your book, so we have so Todd wrote these fantastic books, which you can get on Amazon. You can go on his website, which is at hauntsofmackinaw.com. Yep. Um, and you can get Haunts of Mackinac, which is number one ghost stories, legends, and tragic tales of Mackinac Island. And then he just came out with Haunts of Mackinac. The next chapter, more ghost stories, legends, and tragic tales of Mackinac Island. And this one was, is this this year? Mm-mm. Next, last year? Last year. Okay, so 2016. And, um, and they're fantastic books uh, about the history and all the lore and legends of the islands. But um, when, when we were, okay, I'm thinking about Sugarloaf, and I was like trying to think of where my brain was going there. Damn it. I had a thought. You need a break? No, I don't need a break. I was just trying to think of where my thought was going there. It was something with Sugarloaf and Todd's... I know, right? Do the symbols. Do the symbols in my head. Um, damn it. Buy Todd's books <laughs> on Amazon.com. Yes, please. Do you need, do you need Visit some time, No, I was trying to think of where the heck I was going with that, with Sugarloaf and, the like, Indian, the legends. The Indian legends. There are a lot. Well, you know, here's oh, the thing. Oh, no, I got yeah, it. I got, got it. it. I got it. So, okay, one of the things you talk about, like... And so, I'm, so I'm reading Haunts of Mackinac, the next chapter, the second book. And after your fairy encounter, and after you were telling me about that, there was this talk about giant fairies and then oh, yeah, yeah. small fairies. So this, like, sort of the... queued up, like, a weird thing in my head because there's this talk about this giant subculture that existed in North America and elsewhere 
that the Smithsonian is supposedly covered up, that there's these giant skeletons that have been unearthed, that the Smithsonian comes and covers up and takes it away and, like, denies their existence. There are some serious things about giants that have been covered up. So when you talk giant fairies versus small fairies— I don't consider them the same thing, though. Okay, so— I think they're— they're definitely two different, different things. Thing, so how, how do you... they just call them fairies. I think the word fairy gets thrown around a lot. Okay. I mean, even what I saw, I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. it fits the general thing of a will-o'-the-wisp or fairy. Yeah. So what am I going to call it? It's a fairy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, some the fairy folk. So, I mean, it's so leprechauns the, and elves and all that. The older legends about the giant fairies, mm-hmm. what do you remember hearing about the, the so-called These giant are, fairies? It's more of a legend there's the, again. There's the story of the one that the Gichimantu said you guys had to leave, and then he turned them to stone. Yeah. Um, they were there before man was there, and there's other stories. The which that's biblical. Yeah, it goes because biblical. It, that's the thing that's yeah. that's what caught me when I was reading your books, yep. and I'm like, eh? like when they talk about giants and nephilim, the yep. nephilim. nephilim. Yep. Yeah, like yep. those are the giants. So yep. like, could they have been so on Mackinac really Island? There. Yeah, were they were they, were they there? there? I know. I wonder that too. There's no bone. No one's ever found any. Of course, well, the Smithsonian took them away. Not on Mackinac, at least. But I'm then saying. again, you're not allowed to dig or. No, you can't dig. Do anything. Yeah. I wonder why. Ooh. What is under Mackinac Island? Oh, shit. What's now in the giant's crack? Digging up all the holes. <laughs> shit. I would but, love uh, to get ground radar. The giant fairies. Uh, there's when we say one, giant, like what's giant? Giant, like five foot five. Like, no, I mean, is there any I mean, kind of like definitive? There height? was never ever really anything that said exactly how tall they were. They were just giant. I'm assuming maybe fifteen feet tall. Oh well, that's big. That's big. That's big. I'm assuming. That's I what could I would be imagine. wrong. I could be wrong on that. But uh, the story goes that uh, the last sighting of them was a man who was drinking. Um, well, those are back the best sources. The 18, <laughs> back in the 1800s, late eight, mid mid eight, mid to early 1800s, and he was at Mission House, which was a hotel. Yeah, okay. uh, for 100 years, it was a hotel over 100 years ago. Okay, yeah. That's how old yep. it was. Uh, but he was out there on the porch. He was drinking wine, and he saw all these giant people coming down from the woods in the bluffs behind what? the, the how, Mission House Hotel. And uh, they were walking out to the lawn, which is now out in front of Mission Point Resort. Mission House is still there. Mission Point Resort kind of wraps around it. Okay. Because uh, it's a historic place. And they go out there, and they're wearing, they, he said they're wearing, like, gowns of butterfly wings and flowers and all these things and all these festive clothing. And it was a wedding. These two giants was the last time on the island. They knew they were going to be leaving, and... They were having and what a year wedding. was this? This is, I believe, it was around. I'm not sure because I don't think it said what year it was, but we estimate around 1840, okay. 1850. All right. Uh, walks down there, sees them. They're having a party. He's just watching, watching, watching. They run out of drink, and he's got a case of wine. Oh, so convenient. He walks towards it, throws a bottle of <laughs> wine towards them to <laughs> offer it to them. The wine goes from a normal bottle of wine to larger than no, a magnum no, of wine. Yeah, it no, grows. That's normal. And what? they invite yeah. him to yeah. Yep. They invite him to their party. He wakes out wakes up the next day, passes out drunk, wakes up on the lawn party. on the lawn that he, the party was at, <laughs> and not a single sign they were ever there. 
So it's one of those legends, but there's stories of the Giants. There's but the what things, prompted that? Yeah, but what, you know what prompted that? I That's remember a thing. Because Native Americans ago, the whole those giant thing was definitely coming around. Oh, it's still is. Of it. it still yeah, is. They're always around. finding giant bones here and there that they're yeah. claiming that, like, oh, I they're mean, getting confiscated. Or wasn't there like a taking, huge um, giant skull? Yeah. There's, was, uh, I think it was in found, France. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. There's always There's a stuff human, out there. Humanoid skull. I mean, and they how actually do you get a estimated skull that yeah, at thirteen to like seventeen feet. Tall. Or you I see mean, a lot of like eight to nine feet even. The the biggest one I've ever heard that there was was I think he was 32 feet tall. Holy oh, wow. That would be like, there's, of course, what? the bones the go missing or they get exactly. destroyed. It messes that's with gonna the mess biblical. Up with, that's going to mess yeah, up with your biblical shit. History. Which is going to mess up like everything the whole alien thing. They want to yeah. cover 32 it up. 32 feet, that's literally, that's literally three stories. Yeah, that's, that's massive. Huge. That's, that's a ma- but then there was also that story recently in, dinosaurs. I think, Norway where there was a troll. What? There I heard was, about that. I, what? There I was something about they. I think there's a bad picture of it, too. Oh, that of someone course. got of a troll that was taller than the trees. Wait, a real troll or uh, like a bone a troll, troll? troll? Like, like a troll, troll. troll. Like, like he's out troll in the tr- Like thing. what? Huh. Oh. But nobody knows if it's real or not. Oh, you know how there's so many people. Of with course, it's things. a horrible picture. Hey, he's gonna look Can't for that picture. He's gonna look. Scott's Let's on see. it. He's looking. It's like off in the woods. It's hazy Daughters out. Foggy. You know that's the frustrating thing about anything on the internet. creature over the standing above the tree. I think I think I no I have those I have those trolls those first two pictures I have those I got those from Epcot Center at Disney in Norway. And Todd can attest to this because he's been there a thousand times. I've been there. I'll be there in a week and a half. What? Shut up! <laughs> yeah. No. What? Oh, Aww. where are I'm you going staying? Going to visit one of my friends, uh, Port Orleans. Oh, that's my favorite. We yeah. were probably discussing that. I'm gonna get that. my chicory coffee and my Shut beignets. Up. Shut and... up! No. Oh, you're making Amber so jealous I'm now. I'm so pissed. <laughs> that was the one thing I fell in love with when I went to New Orleans was chicory coffee. I love it. Yeah, and beignets. And beignets. Oh my god! And he's gonna stay at Port Orleans. Of course. I need to travel. Which is the most perfect hotel to stay at at Disney. It's a good one because it's like in the middle of everything. It's small enough that you don't have everyone like on top of on me. top of you, and it's middle price, so you don't. Yep. You're not like in the discount hotels where there's a thousand children screaming new orleans jazz on the radio it's fantastic and then we made buddies with the bartender that week we were there and like the the disney let's face it the disney bartenders at the hotels don't always stay there that long but if there's a reason they will stay there so we were like we showed up after the hotel or after the parks closed and we were like yep that see that money that's your tip money keep serving us so like you want (laughs) to stay here till 2 a.m we will tip you and like he kept serving us. And... I, found a, I found a video here that I want. I really want to look at. Yeah. Uh, okay. Huge troll chasing man in Norwegian. The two tips. Hello, English country government. That was loud. I don't know what he's saying. Scott, this isn't going to be helpful. Am I watching Vikings? There's no subtitles. No. Scott, this isn't helpful. There's supposed to be a troll, though. Yeah, well, we don't see a troll, and I don't speak Norwegian. Shut up and watch the video. I can't translate, though. looking at trees. There's a dude speaking Norwegian with a hat on, going through Norwegian woods. Oh, there's a black metal band behind him. <laughs> it's immortal. <laughs> there's a, there's a creek. yeah, dirty creek. This is, no. I really wish I knew what he was saying. Scott, no. Uh, we're getting there. Wait, oh, oh wait, he heard a roar. Oh, oh that's shit! So that is so CGI! No, that is so. 
Yeah, yeah, look, he's look, scared. Yeah, that guy's oh. not dude, scared bro, at all. Dude, bro. I would, I would shit my pants. Yeah, he they would be diarrhea. And like yell. running and in panic, he is not in panic no, he's, whatsoever. No, he's gently walking away. Yeah. Like, because that was CGI. Oh, he dropped the camera. Oh, he oh dropped the camera that's and then so decided Blair to Witch. run. Oh, that was so that's Blair Witch. Wait, wait, I'm sure we're going to see it pass through. Oh, okay, let's wait. Wash into that mud, right? Oh, it took up. It picked, oh, up, it picked the up the camera. Oh, so who? Oh, so who's the second dude there picking up the camera? He just punched oh, the and then it went out. So, oh, that's yeah. so stupid. Okay. Uh, sorry, that bud. That was stupid. Damn it, Scott. Sorry. That was stupid. I'm How sorry. could you do that? That was us? on me. I'm that was sorry. stupid. Aww. No, the, the picture I saw was just like a one shot. It was online. That so. wasn't like what There Scott it is. is right what we're there. Talking about that's the one right there. That's it. On the far left? Yeah. Wait, so what's this supposed to be? Holy crap. That's, that's wild looking. supposed to be a troll. Expanded. It's wild looking. I don't know if it's CGI or whatever. If I saw that shit in the woods, I wouldn't be cool. But there's, yeah, it's probably about 40 feet tall. I, I would actually be excited. I'd have a story. But that's not cool if I saw that. It doesn't exist, though. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. Nah. That's pretty wild. I mean, as far as the picture, I mean... That, I could yeah. Photoshop that well, in oh, two yeah. seconds. Anybody could. But yeah. then again, most photos that are legit can be Photoshopped, Yeah, exactly. Too. Which I get disgusted to this day because coast to coast... Yeah, plus the... They send out, like, their yearly... Or not yearly, but their daily email... And occasionally I open it up and I look and it's like, oh, we got this picture of this ghost from this castle. And I'm like, that is so photoshopped. And I mean, coast. let's face it, coast to coast, well, there's, they're clickbait. There's been a, there's been a handful of, uh, and it, I mean, George Norrie, I mean, as much respect as I well, have Well, he man, doesn't probably have any say in what goes out in their newsletter. I, I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. However, his name, but his that name. That shit is fake. A lot of that well, crap yeah, is, is fake. There's been a handful of. There it's was, obvious. Well, I know it was about 15 years ago. Um. He, that somebody submitted a picture. I want pizza. Of what so they call I. it. They call it like a lightning. It was like some type of. It, it. All right, okay. Can we? I finally get a chance to talk. Now you want to talk about dinner again? Sorry, <laughs> I'm just telling Sarah to order it. I'm hungry. Howie's. I'm. Are you gonna actually order pizza on the show? Like yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. She can happen. Amber, Sarah takes the phone. Yeah. She queues up the Hungry Howie's website because yeah, she has it. Like put, your app. put the Hungry Howie's guy right on. I'm trying to yeah. do like the presidential, like the. the <laughs> just... Dude, that'd be awesome. No, about 15 just... years ago. Hello, um, Hungry Howie's. Yes, would you mind being on, on radio? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like about 15 years ago, uh, somebody actually submitted a picture to Coast to Coast um, that literally was a screenshot from. Oh my God, my Caddyshack. The scene, uh, the scene where the man is. I have to. Go ahead. Amber, which one? 17 Mile or Rochester Road? <laughs> <laughs> Rochester Road is probably closer. You guys go ahead. Really, we'll just, it's not. We'll wait for you guys to finish ordering pizza, and then we'll go back know, to the whatever, show. Whatever. Rochester is probably closer. 17, what's no, closer, no, Scott? Well, actually, it's two miles, and the 17 Mile was 1.4. Oh, well, then do 17 Mile. I did Rochester. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's not that far. Do you want bread? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I want cheesy bread. Mm. Mm. Large or medium thin crust? What do you want, Scott? F. I want. I want to do the show. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I'm just ordering pizza as well. I've been craving pizza the whole damn show. I think it's the no, but I think this is no. Okay, no, so, long, so. Let, let, long story short, with this, what I was talking about. Okay. Large Somebody trolls. submitted an actual photo to Coast to Coast that was a screenshot from Caddyshack. It was a scene where the man was golfing and he was out there and he, he missed the last shot and put his golf club in the air and like the lightning came down and, and electrocuted him and killed him. 
Somebody submitted that and said it was like some type of like, you know, spiritual power coming out of this man's arms. And they submitted that and they posted it right on the front page of the Coast to Coast website. And we all were like, dude, seriously? Like, this is right from a movie, man. You know? So that's happened, I think, a handful of times on the Coast to Coast. I mean, I don't know who. who... Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Both of you. <laughs> it's already programmed. Negative. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so rude. So. We are simply ordering pizza. Lightning rods coming out uh, of the man, coast to coast. You just anyway, go with that. You're in the middle of ordering a pizza in the middle of a fucking podcast, and I'm the rude one here. We're not. We're being delicate and considerate. You're the one that all of a sudden hey, said swear words. There are there's pizza for you too in it. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy. The better this pizza. be. Yeah, well, you're gonna enjoy it. Who's paying for this? Well, I you are. I got yeah. money. I got money. I can give Mo- Sarah. Money bag, Sarah. I got money Bala. I can give Sarah. Damn. In fact, Bala. I should give her my credit card. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to get it. No. Yeah, Sarah, no, no, I'm no, getting no, it. No, no, Sarah, I'm getting it. Oh, uh-huh. my God, dude. Are we... Not just... <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd. Hi, how are you? <laughs> One thing I do want to put out there. I know, Todd, you're you're a bit under the weather right now. Yep. Um, so thanks again for coming out. Oh, like, we, no we knew We knew you weren't feeling well, but you just you still said out. Come on, I haven't been feeling well for six months, but now I'm on the mend, so... Steroids? Steroids. What the hell did you get? A uh, nasal polyp. Ooh. What the hell's a nasal polyp? Well, it's, I mean, it's a, I know what a polyp It's is. like a grape up your nose that doesn't... It's attached. So it just clogs you it up? It clogs you up. Oh, it's horrible. No dude. sense of smell. It sounds like you have a cold all the time. I could hear You can actually hear it in your yeah. voice a little bit. You're a bit nasally. Yeah. But thanks. I know it, I know it may have been a little hard for you to get out here. Oh, so that's thanks fine. for coming and doing no this worries. thing with us. Um, so you guys done ordering your pizza? We can get back to, to yeah, business here? we're good. So, okay, Todd, I want to know, like, actually what, (laughs) like, okay, if you were going to say, what are the top three haunted spots on Mackinac? Come on, bitches. What do you think they are? That is so hard. I know it's hard. Hard. I know. But, like, of all the places that people legit, like, okay, so paranormal enthusiasts and the average goer that's not expecting anything, where they have experiences. To be honest, it changes from time to time. Yeah. I'll be honest. Some places seem more active than yeah. others in other times. And um, The place that we've been met in as Haunts of Mackinac have investigated yeah. the most, Mission Point. Okay. By far, of yeah. course. We've got evidence, tons and tons and tons yeah. and tons of evidence. And I mean, and that's, I, mean, I hate to give them props, but like ghost hunters came there. Yep, they came. And they investigated yep. the theater. And they got something. And they got something interesting. And what they had made sense, because the room that Jason was actually staying in, they didn't and know. And that has an unsolved murder, too. Mission Point? Yeah. Well, it's... Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. It's a... It was an open and closed suicide, but some people doubt well, it was a suicide. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like, it was yeah, they thought it was a suicide, but yeah, they did. There's doubt it. people who doubt that it was a suicide, yeah. but the funny thing was, is um, when Ghost Hunters did come there, yeah. they had their room assignments. They didn't know where they were staying, and I didn't know where they were staying in what rooms. And it just so happened that one of the rooms that Jason was staying in was the room I had something happen in, to me years earlier with uh, an old-fashioned electric razor shaver. It had a load, a switch on the side that you actually had to push and click it to turn it on in the middle of the night. It turned itself on. It's what? never done it. It never Whoa. did it before. Never did it after. Creepy. And it can't. You gotta physically push this thing, and it clicks. It's like an old-fashioned click. It's not a slide. It's a clicker. And uh, 
it turned on and it was it woke everybody up in the room and we're just like what the hell is that and I don't know what is that no oh my gosh it's sitting there and it's moving around on the counter like buzzing and everything and I turned it off and it was fine so have you ever had anything happen like I mean I know a lot of people that probably go on your tours are going to be like slightly suggestive they're there because they want something to happen. Right. They want to experience something, so they're going to be open. Yep. But do you think anybody that has has done any of your tours has legit experienced something that Absolutely. you guys couldn't explain? Yeah. Okay. It's happened on tour. Okay. I mean, it's one of them was a story. We weren't. We didn't really. We knew there. We know there's ghost stories all over the island. We don't know all of them. We know a lot of them. Uh, we were on tour talking about, uh, we call it the Phantom Biker. It's a biker on an old-fashioned penny farthing uh, where the big wheel in the front, okay. small wheel in the yeah. back, bicycle. He wears a, he's wearing a jacket with tails. He's got a top hat on. Wow. If you look at him. And people have seen this? People have, a lot of people have seen this guy. He, he rides around, but if you look at him in the face, there's no eyes. It's Whoa. just black Oh, God, spots. that's creepy. That's creepy it's as just shit. Like bl- empty, no. empty eyes. I don't like that. That uh, just reminds me of Ghostbusters. It kind of sounds like, like a legend, but I, I've t- I know two people who said they've seen it, and they're like, no, this is for real. This isn't a joke. I saw this thing. and At I, a certain time, only at night? It's at night. It's always okay. in the dark. It's at night, and it's usually when there's not many people around with you. You're kind of alone. Oh. Uh, maybe two Ooh. people. But we were telling the story of that. And the tour guide is facing the group of people, and they're not listening to him anymore. And they're all looking beyond him. And he turned around and saw a soldier about 30 feet up, a, up, up the road. British or American? Couldn't tell. They weren't sure. Uh, the, the, sol- the soldier was about 30 feet up the, uh, this road with a gun, oh, standing with the like gun Getty's at his shit. side. And picked the gun up, did the thing, put it on the shoulder, and walked. As soon as he hit out of, came out of the street light into a shadow. As soon as he hit the shadow, he vanished in front of the entire cr- entire group. And every wow. like, multiple was, uh, people saw this about, on one of the there tours. Was about twenty people saw it live right wow. there. And, we were, and people were thinking, wow. "How the hell did you do that? That was the like, most yeah, amazing wow, special great. effect job, we've ever Good seen." Job. And we're like. We didn't, we, didn't do that. Do we didn't do that. This our tour is legitimately oh, information. We don't shit. use special wow. effects. So if you see something, that's it. We don't that's know it. what it is. You were lucky, and you caught. We, we call him now the Lone Soldier, and well, we he's cr- been where seen was a couple at? times. Where was that at? If you know where the Butterfly House is, it's around the corner from the street. The Butterfly House. Where's is the Butterfly House? At? What other art? What other places Saint around Anne's the Butterfly Church would be on Main Street? What one? You know, uh, you stayed at Harborview. Yeah. You know how there's a road that goes. Up the side, yeah, and then there's another road that goes behind the church. Okay. It's down that road where that road ends. There's a stable. If you make a left and go up the hill, okay, it's up that hill that they saw. Them. Wow, we've had people see people. And do you guys regularly do the tour over there? Like uh, we a, change there's... the tour a little bit all the time. Okay, we have a lot of stories we can tell, so we change the route to see what people like, what people don't like. Oh, that'll We're always trying to make it. So, how often back. do you change yeah. the tour? Like, like a weekly basis uh, or monthly? Seasonally. Every oh, year seasonally, we okay. Because we train That's people cool. on that makes new sense. tour, and there's people who have been doing it long enough who could give you a tour for four hours because well, oh. they know so much. So, like, we do cemetery tours in Grand Haven, and we have so many stories. We we decided, okay, so Grand Haven, I hate to say it, is kind of conservative. So, so is Mackinac Island. Right. <laughs> so they don't necessarily want a, quote, ghost tour happening in their local cemetery. So Jeanette and I, who was uh, a, a, 
coworker of mine at, at the library in town said, okay, well, okay, instead of doing a ghost tour, why don't we establish a Wicked tour? Because I wrote a book called Wicked Ottawa County. Why don't we take some of these stories about these people and, like, find other stories about, like, notorious crime people that were, like, buried here and did crappy, stupid things? And let's talk about that. That, Scott... Never that happened. was Scott's cell phone. That Never was his happened. mom calling, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know, that's his mom. That's his mom's cell phone ringer. Never happened. So, anyway, so we started doing these tours, and we, we came across so many stories. I mean, we have, like, this story from, like, 1934 that involved Babyface Nelson and, like, robbing a bank in Grand Haven when he was, like, doing his whole thing with, like, the Chicago and, like, you know, of course, the like, the Lake Michigan Basin and all this crap. And so we have to change up our stories. Now, the point of my story is that, like, if someone recruited me and said, Amber, we want to hire you to, like, tell us stories about this cemetery, I wouldn't shut up for six hours. Oh, I know. (laughs) I could tell you so many damn (laughs) stupid stories. We would be in there forever to the point where you had to have, like, a pizza break. For the first few (laughs) years we we were doing tours. We're going to have pretty soon. Yeah. For the first few years when we were doing tours, I was a tour guide. I gave the tour. And I started to look at my watch more and more yep. and realizing I am really pushing Going the over because you know, you know more than anybody. Yeah. You know the story. So you're the giving stories. them the, the ultimate and tour. I was doing three hour, three yep. and a half hour tours. Yep. And, and they were probably it, loving it. Some were. Some were like, dude, we didn't expect this to be so long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we, uh, we, have, good, we have to go home. but dude, oh, there's a bar some... with a drink waiting for right. me. <laughs> and it's been like. We're supposed to do this to like ten thirty. It's like midnight. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> my whole so night I, shot. I started just giving hiring tour guides to do what I did right. and only giving them enough to last just, about yeah. an hour. Which and makes half. sense. And then change it up every and year. So if up. someone and that's what we do. So we we realize we can't the the cemetery in Grand Haven is so big that it's gonna take us naturally an hour and a half to get through the whole damn thing. So we change up the stories every year because people go like, well, we, we love this. We want to go on it every year. Okay, well, we're going to change up the stories every year. And so we started doing that. And, like, I mean, even this year we had WZZM, which is a news station out of Grand Rapids, follow us around for the tour. And, I mean, we probably still damn near a two-hour tour. I mean, we just cannot, uh, like, shut up it sometimes. is so hard to shut up, especially when people are interested and this was the first tour that when we were done, a guy came up and gave me a tip. And hey. I was like, um, I can't accept that. Like, this is for a library. And he goes, no, you have to take it. And I went, okay, fine. It's going to go towards our catwalk donation. So um, people that don't know, Grand Haven has a beautiful lighthouse and catwalk, which is like the walk out to the lighthouse. And we're restoring it. And because it's in really bad shape. And it's like a $2 million project. So I said, okay, well, fine. I'm going to take your $10, and I'm going to put it in our catwalk donation. And he said, that's fine. That's cool. And I went, okay, fine. So, like, I did that. But, like, yeah, we change up our stories, too, for, like, our tours. We have to. Otherwise, we would never shut up. And if you get the history geeks like us, we won't shut up. We will tell you stories for five hours. Oh, and I would take And we'll be enthusiastic about it the entire there, time. There's times where I would take them places I shouldn't be taking them. And- yeah. I'd be like, you guys are a small enough group. I'm going to take you yeah, guys right. back. And then, behind the scenes but then they where feel you special. shouldn't go. They feel and special. we got in trouble a couple times. And I'm just like, like, okay, Uh-oh. so who's getting you in trouble? Security guards at some of the hotels. For real? Once, oh. yeah. Like Grand Hotel? Uh, I'm not going to name the hotel, okay. but we went into one of the hotels, and we wound up going into their back areas through a and service entrance into an area that we oh. knew has a lot of ghost stories. 
And I was like, I'm going to bring you guys through. And then all of a sudden, the lights turn on. Oh, you guys can't be in here. What are you doing in oh, here? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, everybody. Boy. But you were getting the extra, so this doesn't count towards the actual yeah. tour. Yeah. But... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But, like, you do this as your job now. I mean, yeah. this is your living now. You That's were able to quit your day job yep. and devote your time to this. So, like, so in your off season, when the island shuts down and you're not doing tours, what do you do? Hmm. I'm a dad. Okay. Well, that's important, too. That's important, too. I basically turned into Mr. Mom for okay. six months. Okay. And then you More fire up. Do you fire up in April or March? I actually work all May. winter, kind of. It's just not But, like, scheduled. when do the tours fire up? Again? May. May, Sometimes okay. it always depends okay. on when everything gets going. All right. Some places will open as early as late April, but the crowds are just too thin. So we don't. When does do the that. Grand Hotel open back up? Early, late April, okay. early May. We usually open mid May, roughly, it's still give or cold. take. It's still you got snow. It can still be like yeah, yeah, snow or like 30s, 40s. Well, it's, I remember one cold. year we had a school. Group. We north. do a lot of school groups. Amazingly enough, a ghost tour That's because awesome. they realize that the history gets more yes. interesting when there's a ghost. Wait, oh, don't even get me started, Todd. Don't even get me started. <laughs> so like all the people throughout my years of doing ghost tours or anything that I've done. And they'll be like, oh, this fucking ghost group shit, this ghost shit, nah. It's, it's all like, history. People don't get interested yeah, until you introduce ghost stories or true crime. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're interested. In what? history. What? Babyface, Babyface Nelson was in my hometown? Yeah, he was. And you want to know the story? Here it is. Oh, like William Ferry, the town founder, who also had some involvement on Mackinac Island and, and yeah, started yep. Grand Haven. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to hear about him? Oh, no, you're not interested until you learn he's potentially the blue man of Lake Forest Cemetery who's haunting the hill up where he you know, was buried. Yeah. So it's a way of introducing history to the, to the general masses, the people out there, that don't give two shits about their local history until you until introduce you make a it ghost. Interesting. Until you make it interesting. So I get really pissed off when people <coughs> don't, like, they're like, no, don't do a ghost tour. No, don't do this historical tour. Yeah. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Because, <laughs> seriously, your people are going to learn history and learn their Michigan State history and their local yeah. history through these interesting avenues well, of ghost stories and true crime and then become involved and get interested and maybe explore their own avenues. One of our stories <coughs> is like a forgotten thing because it was a woman, Madeline LaFlambois. Oh, LaFlambois. First her female store. fur trader of Michigan. Fur fur trader, mm. millionaire, mm. Uh, 1800s, uh, 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 half, uh. half breed. She was Matisse. Yep. She was yep. Na- Native American French. French. Yeah, Canadian uh. French. Yep. Oh, boy. She was no. And we Husband tell, died, got potentially yep. killed by Native Over Americans. Over a bottle of whiskey. Yep, yep. He wouldn't give a nope. Native American man a bottle of whiskey, so yep. he killed him. And the wife said, yep. your only punishment is you're banished from your tribe. Yep. That's wow. what she did She to took him. on his fur empire. Yep. And she made buckets of money. Billions. She saved. Billions. She saved uh, Saint Anne's Church from bankruptcy. Yep. She she was buried under their altar. But they, they moved, moved her, her. and oh, that wow. created activity at the yep. church. And even now. even some of the priests who work there will admit there is some strange yep. things happening wow. in the church. Yep, Catholic Church. Um, there's just so many different things with yep. and and her with history. I yeah. mean, have you ever heard of her? No. 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 But tell a ghost yet, story about her, you and you're going to know ghost about story, her. And we talk about her and how <laughs> she's been known to haunt yep. her house in the church because they moved her body yep. and she wasn't happy. 
then everybody wanted to hear about it. Yep, that, oh, that, wow. that's number one most frustrating thing. So we have a cemetery in Lake in West Michigan called Nunica Cemetery. People aren't interested no. until they're interested. And, and Nunica Cemetery, the people that are on that cemetery board are like, no, we don't want anything to do with these ghost stories. These are stupid. And I'm like, no, you guys are fucking fools. <laughs> because you guys have a poor cemetery that could use the money. Yep. Legit yeah. use, even if it's five stupid dollars that someone pays to go on the dumb ghost tour that someone gives willingly and for free oh, that, that they do because to they're in towards the lawn yeah. maintenance yeah. they're there then like I would do it for free I would give a ghost story tour of Nunica Cemetery for free and I would say okay $5 and that $5 goes towards that cemetery preservation mm-hmm. and people don't understand that like if you stupid ignorant hicks that are on that board. Oh my god! No, this is a true story. If you stupid, ignorant fucks that are on that board Jeez. that don't recognize the fact that your ghostly history can benefit your cemetery and oh, improve it and preserve it and carry it on through generations, and they don't care about. They it don't at give all. two shits because of their religion or because of their beliefs or because of whatever stupid, falsified beliefs they have in their stupid, ignorant head. They. No, because they're closed-minded. <laughs> they're closed-minded. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> no, it's true. And it gets me frustrated to beyond end, which you can listen to and find, whatever. I don't care how pissed off I sound. There is so much money and coolness to be had by historical ghost cemeteries. Mm-hmm. By I don't care if it's ghost, if it's like we do with Lake Forest Cemetery, how we kind of like, like sort of get around that by saying wicked, and we tell these true story crimes, and like... There is so much money that can be raised for local historic groups that can do a good thing, and and mm, the ones that mm. the ones that do realize it, they're still around. Exactly, mm-hmm. they're and not they're the ones that money. are struggling and doing all these fundraisers to raise funds. And they're doing these, and they're like, yeah, okay. This is and working. you don't have to do it year round. Whatever your beef, stupid beef is with your religion or whatever issue you have, you don't have to do it every year. But you know what? You want to fire that shit up in October. And, and in September or whatever the fall, and you do, like, so for example, we're doing, there's a cemetery in West Michigan, Robinson. Robinson is like podunk area weirdness, like it's seriously like Robinson, Turkey. <laughs> and so, like, we're actually now have permission, thanks to talking to a few people, we're going to do cemetery tours, and we're going to do a notorious tour. Like, we're going to talk about the murders and the weirdness that's happened with the people we're buried there. We're actually working on doing yeah. something like that up on the it's island. It's so important. We it's have so cool. one major story on that island. Yeah. You ever heard the term, a man's home is his castle? Well, yeah. That's from Mackinac Island. Shut up. No. What? Really? Why? It was a court case about a guy who protected his home by shooting an intruder. And What year? Uh, I'm still doing research on it. I, it's a big story. It's called Pond's Defense. I mean, it's it's a big deal. It went wow. to Supreme Court. And uh, here's the what I've got so far is uh, this guy shot another guy. who's I think he was robbing his house or something. And he shot and killed him. Turns out the local judge, it's his son. Oh. So the guy Ooh. knows he did it. He's willing to turn himself in, but he doesn't want to turn himself in to the local authorities. He killed the judge's son. What? So he, Look out. the story goes, he allegedly took a boat. He was going to, I think, go to Beaver Island. Oh, yep. And, There's weird um, shit on Beaver Island, yeah, that's too. Another, that's another Man, story. Man, and weirdness there. But he was going to go there Smith. to another district so that he could go to a judge that was unbiased and he wouldn't be lynched in the jail cell or whatever. They caught him before he got there, brought him back, 
and tried him. They convicted him, and he was going to go. He was going. I think he did go to jail, and uh, went to Supreme Court. Supreme Court threw it out. And said no. You have a, right, a man has a right to defend his home. His home is his castle. Wow. And that's where it came from. So that's part no of our way. true crime tour that I'm trying to put together. You, hopefully you, for next year. You can but do definitely it. coming. You could do it with the talk. With, with, we've got like, other stories too, oh, yeah. but that one's like a big one. But with the woman we were talking about earlier, yep. and like some of the other like Jack Drew Alley, yep. which I love that yep. name. With, that's a guy. It's a self defense case. Yep. Guy was gonna rape a girl. She shot him in the heart, yep. and he walked. He stumbled from the alley down to Main Street, July third, Fourth of July weekend. Like what year? People everywhere. I think nineteen twenty seven. Oh, oh, there's people everywhere. And he drops dead in the middle ah, of the street. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucker. So it was, it was cool. That's a cool story. I mean, there's, there's we've great. got a lot. I and mean, you, you guys, you could split that off because there's always going to be people that are going to be a little more like, you know what, I'm not into ghosts, ghost but stories, I'm into but true, true crime. crime. Yep. And you don't have to necessarily connect the two, but that's where we, I mean, like, seriously, we I'm, had 130-some people show up to our cemetery tour. That's a lot. Oh, it's too much. It's, like, um, it's too much. People? It's too much. It's like, okay, we have to start. If this is going to happen now every year, we have to start like taking registration. Yeah. Because we it, actually had to we That's why we had to do that. Yeah. We are we screaming over the top of like people so they can hear us. Plus, we got like WZZM like 13 filming us. So we have to be careful what we're saying because we're individually mics. So I can't be like, that cameraman's a douche. Like, I can't say that he wasn't. But <laughs> I mean, like, we're mic'd the entire time. But, um, it's there's a you're, there's two different camps. There's the true crime camp, and there's the ghost camp. I mean, and they're they're really individual people. With our tour, we were putting some of the true crime stories on there that had possibly ghost stories attached to them because they're good true crime yeah. stories. But we weren't sure if the ghost that people were reporting was the person that had to do with the true yeah. crime. So we're like, eh. Plus, we wound up having. There was one night we had there was three stops on the tour. That involved rapes and murders oh, and suicides awful. all together. <laughs> so we're like, rape, rape, rape. Well, and everybody's suicide, looking suicide. around and going, oh, my gosh, this island's full of rapists. So and we're just like, okay, we got to cut some so of these bad. rape stories. Yeah, like, There's a good one, too, where it, it's one of those, the truth is so much stranger than fiction. Exactly. Um, this was, uh, I don't remember, it was, I want to say 1883. I'm, oh, not, I'm probably long, not right on this ago. one. It was when the Fort Mackinac was still active. Uh, tourism was a thing on the island. It was a national park at the time. And uh, there was dances with soldiers and local workers. They would, they would have their little dance parties and all that. And uh, one soldier, uh, William Badley, and Lillian Salter was the girl that was with him, and they went to the dance, and he was going to walk her back to her house. Oh, and on the way home, guess what happens? <gasps> oh, God. Rape. He rapes her. Rape. 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 And Rape. she is engaged to another man. Hashtag that, me too. And she feels like dam- she's damaged goods. She's no good. She's soiled, whatever. Back then, if you were raped, you were no longer yeah, you're done. being married. You're done. He was going to leave you're her done. because she has been deflowered. Soiled. Oh, so wow. she overdoses on a opiate. I yep. can't remember the name of it. I got a picture of the oh, bottle, that's, too. There's a lot of that stuff. But uh, it's funny because you see the ingredients and, and how many drops you're supposed to have for what yeah. you have while she yeah. guzzled it. Yeah. And she died with a picture of her fiancé in her hand. And uh, the guy was eventually caught 
hiding on a Canadian steamship in the cargo hold trying to get away because he knew what happened. Dick. They arrested him, brought him to the, the island jail. That night when he was in the island jail, all kinds of – she was a summer worker on the island. The summer workers all collect with ready to lynch him. They want to kill him. Uh, they yeah, want his head. Done. And done. he begged the uh, the officer who was at the, the jail that night to stay with yeah. him through the night because they're going to kill me. So the officer stayed. They transferred him to mainland and uh, where he would be safer. He went trial, got found guilty of aggravated assault, rape, eight years hard labor, gets out of jail. What prison was he in? I don't remember the name of the prison off the top of my head. Okay. But uh, gets out of jail, and this is where the truth, stranger in fiction, remember the name of his victim was Lillian. Yeah. Yeah. So his wife stays with him through all this, oh, gets home. Woman. Two years later, has a, dur- a, a, dur- a daughter and names her Lillian. Foolish. Oh, come on. Foolish. It's truth. She died in the 80s. She lived in Detroit. 1880s? 1980s. Oh, shit. She died in the 1980s, and she worked at a church in Detroit, never married, never had kids. Hmm. I don't feel, I mean, the girl's a victim of the circumstance. Yeah, but exactly. It's, it's not just her fault. really, you name your daughter after your rape victim who committed suicide. Yeah. Holy shit. And wow. I mean, I found all the documentation on it. And I'm just reading this going, what? this is impossible. Oh, I know. Oh that's, my gosh, that's this is crazy. Yeah. That's the wonderful shit, thing about doing really like historical happened. research like that. And I like found story, I found two death records, death certificates, the two brothers who died a year apart, one day apart from the exact same thing. <gasps> have... They burned their house down. Oh, shit. No, oh we God. have it's something weird. like that. No, so we have something Just like that weird. in Green Haven. So when we do our cemetery tour, we got these uh, these Cummings brothers. Like, I can't remember their names, like Michael and Edward or something. Anyway, like, one was a dentist and one was something else. Anyway, the other guy, one dude, he was like this superintendent of every school known to mankind. Let me guess, Sarah, the pizza's here. So, anyway, he's a superintendent of every known school, whatever. And, like, then, anyway, he tries to kill himself. <coughs> and they're like, oh, well, he's a gun expert. <coughs> he tried to kill himself. He was just cleaning his gun, and it went off by accident. No, 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 Any yeah. gun expert knows how to put their Clean safety a gun. on. Yeah, you don't have so, it loaded. then the day he finally, <laughs> like, does it right and shoots himself in the head with his gun... His brother kills himself in Grand Haven, like with arsenic or Same something day. like that. Same day. Same day. <laughs> unplanned, totally unplanned, the brothers kill themselves on the same day. And the only that thing sucks. that connects the two is just doing the genealogy and making the connection yeah. and creating the story. And that's what makes this, that's what makes it fascinating. Like, what the hell? Ghostly Talk! Ah, ah. Eating out of the book, so I read my old book for a long <laughs> <freaking> time. <laughs> the truth no, comes out. No, I love the uh, inscription. I should save it for Which the show, but oh. I said, I said, this is Todd's newest. Part two. Part two. And I was like, just put something. He's like, what do I sign? I was like, just sign something stupid. Talking so, to talk the mic. Okay, so he actually wrote Amber something stupid. Move it to stupid. your face if you have to. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I mean, you guys got you got to do that shit. You got to be disciplined here. You um, know? I don't want to, like, stretch it over the mic. Can you hear? You can I, have it around. Do I sound like okay? It's way better. Uh, that level looks so much better. Sarah, let me hear you. la di da da Yeah, you guys all look great now. Yeah. You sound We look great. 
and Amber likes to okay, make lots so of noise. Okay, so I will tell you that like the tables tend you got to refrain from like hitting the smack. This one not so much. This one's worse. No, they both suck. They suck. <laughs> so we try not to like smack I'll things down on the table. Don't get too flamboyant. That's why we have like the weird. Is that the cell phone buzzy soundy protector? Yeah, kind of. I don't even have mine on right now. I just whatever. <laughs> 